in Ollie's Pub Crawl. Hi guys, and welcome to episode three of Andy and Ollie's Pub Crawl. Good to have you back. This week we have our friend Ollie Costa on the podcast, uh, describing his ideal pub. Um, how are you this week, Andy? Doing all right. Me and Laz, we've got exams coming up. We do. A little bit on the stressed outside, a little bit on the getting back into work, so we're a bit tired. This will bring some life back into us. Hopefully, yeah. If you're listening to us from the bath, welcome. If you're listening to us from the car, welcome. If you're in a hammock, congratulations. <laughs> Before you're going to sleep, that's a good one. Who, I mean, imagine just falling asleep to our dulcet tones. What more could anybody want? I hope that that's the best way to do it. Exactly, yeah. I mean, we probably do put most people to sleep with this podcast, so I wouldn't be surprised if people do it. <laughs> so in terms of this week, there are no real changes. I think we've got into more of a rhythm with it. I think we've understood slightly more what to do now. Mm. And we're realising the people that we're actually talking to. They're getting the gist of the uh, questions now, so we're gonna we're throwing in a few little what's the phrase curveballs curveballs that's the one yeah just to surprise them because people have started planning for them and we don't want that we want to yeah no notes are bad notes are bad if you if you're listening to this and thinking I want to be on this podcast the trick is improvise yeah so without further ado shall we start yeah why not let's go. Without further ado, let's bring Ollie Costa into the show. Uh, welcome to Ollie. Hi, Ollie. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Um, you well? Good, thanks. Yeah. Yourself? Not bad. Not bad. How has your lockdown been so far? Uneventful, generally speaking. <laughs> yeah. I think you speak for a lot of us there. So, Ollie, just uh, before we start, just tell us a bit about yourself, maybe. I'm from Leeds, 20 years old. Uh, well, I mean, I say from Leeds, I'm about as far away from Leeds as you can get while saying you're from Leeds. Well, you're not from Norfolk. No, but <laughs> basically, what's it? It's the, uh, the border between Leeds and York, so quite far. So why don't you uh, tell us about your favourite pub in real life? See, I think, I, I think I'm in agreement with you here, Baz, about Grindstone being top-tier pub, because... It is just like a really nice pub. It's very conveniently placed as to where we all live. And, you know, it does great beers for a great price. It does happy hour Mondays, £2 pints. Gotta love that. In terms of uh, Leeds, I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't really say I have, have a favourite pub at home. We always went to a, a local one. It's just called Magnets. And that was always just the place to be. Quite nice. There was a cricket ground in the beer garden for it as well. It was because um, Magnets is like the local team, or at least for the footy. Yeah, so one time we went there and it was just cricket game on, so you just watch that whilst having a pint. Must be quite nice, but you'd have to keep your eye out, wouldn't you, if a cricket ball comes your way? That's going to ruin yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were ba- I think they were batting another way, but yeah. <laughs> I agree with you with the grindstone. It's a very nice pub, and it's especially well-placed for you, Ollie. It is. And I really appreciated the fact that when they were about to close, they let us have a Domino's in there. I don't know if you were there, if any of you were there at that time, but let us have a Domino's. They don't serve pork scratchings. Ooh. Well, they don't, they don't really do food, particularly. Yeah, but pork um, scratchings, is it food? No, it's a snack, isn't it? So obviously, if the Grindstone is your favourite pub, we're off to a very good start. If it's going to be anything like the Grindstone, uh, this is, we're looking at high marks here. So what would the, sort of, the atmosphere be in your ideal pub? 
uh, the atmosphere, I would go for a bit more of... It would be a more of a chill atmosphere. It wouldn't be like a bar or anything. Because like, once you get into bar territory, it's not. I don't class it as a pub anymore. So no water slides then? <laughs> no, no water slides or anything like that. Sorry, Meg. <laughs> yeah, it would, be a, it would be more of a chill thing. It would be like bringing it back to what this actual name is, the public house. A little bit of uh, English history there. Yeah, that's why it's PH on a mouth. I know why it's called the public house. It's very interesting. And I didn't actually research this. I was just co- uh, coincidentally told it. In the, I don't know when, let's just say the Middle Ages, because that's the time that beer was around. Um, before they started to put in preservatives into the beer, one household would be responsible for, for making the beer, or they'd, they'd make beer. <clears throat> and then... Um, when they come to like nearing the time that the beer will go off, they just used to invite the rest of the neighbourhood in to drink the beer that was about to go off. So then it be- then became the public house. And then it sort of just rotated around the uh, community as different beers were going off. I did not know that. That is brilliant. Just selling all the gone off beer. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's why it's called a public house. I can't remember where I got that fact, but... It's true. That's the sort of thing you hear on QI, that. I like that. Yeah. So if, it, if the atmosphere is kind of chilled out then, is it going to be for uh, students or local? Well, it's just, it'd be more of a, like, just whoever's around, really. It's not, like, super catering to all the old folk or super catering to being really, really hyper and all that sort of stuff. It's just kind of, if you want a pint, come in, get a pint. Is it like a new vibe? Like a, it's just popped out of nowhere or it's a, an established pub? Oh, no, it's established. It's like established in like in the village sort of thing. Yeah, it's, it's run by like legit like all the old people that have like lived in the, lived in the village for like hundreds of years. So, so where, would you put it in a village then? Yeah, I, wouldn't, I, I probably wouldn't go for the, like, it's in the middle of the Lake District or anything. Because as much as a Lake District pub is nice, and a post-walk pint is brilliant, you know, it's, a, it's more of a one-off treat thing rather than the regular, the regular deal. So it'd be, like, in a town. So you'd get the regulars and you'd get the locals. Yeah. Is it going to be a, a foodie pub as well or not? Oh, yeah, you'd do food in it. But, like, food to the degree of, like, a gastro pub. No, not to that degree. But it'd be like standard pub food. So like, pub grub. Yeah. It's like all, all greasy burgers, sweaty gammon. What is the best thing you've ever eaten in a pub? Bacon cheeseburger I had at one, and that was really nice. I had a joint of lamb uh, in, it was actually in Sheffield. You know the Norfolk Arms? Yes, I do, yeah. Uh, that, that's a really good food place and apparently it's got a massive selection of room but that was a good one like it was just sitting on a lot of nice fluffy mashed potato that sounds very nice yeah and what what was in the burger then all yeah it was just it was just a burger done really well to be honest like you can have the you can have the sweaty gammon and that's always dead nice but i always feel like uh what's it because it's sweaty gammon it's not quite as nice as proper gammon but it's a pub staple Oh, actually, we've we've missed the trick on this one. Naughty House Pie. Oh, of course. I'm yet to have one. Oh, you've got to have one. I've only had one. For those listening outside of Sheffield, then, Naughty House, it's known. It's The full name is Nottingham House. Pub up in Broomhill in Sheffield, which is famous for its pies. And I have never had a pie from there, but they are meant to be absolutely amazing. 
yeah, it's definitely when lockdown ends and the pubs are back open, it's it's very high up on the list for me. They're reasonable portions as well. Like they actually fill you up. Okay, so so you do food. What about drinks? What would you serve? Whenever you whenever you look at the taps in a pub, it's always like they come in like sets of taps, don't they? So like I'd have I'd have one I'd have one set of just like, you know, I don't know what you call it, like mainstream pint brands, if you know what I mean. Would you have John Smith's? I would. I've got to represent local. <laughs> yeah, I've never ever appreciated John Smith's. I don't know why. Well, I mean, there's there's still Taddy Lager to have, and that one's even worse. So where you live, it's just like a hotbed for shit beer. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, I say that every every other pub is a uh, it's a Sam Smith's pub. The singer? No, <laughs> no, it's a. There's a guy. I think he's. I think he's called Humphrey Smith or something like that. But he basically just owns like so much, so many of the pubs, and he enforces all of these, all of these rules on them. So like all of the pints there are dead cheap because he owns all of the breweries. So they're all like one pound fifty a pint or two quid a pint. But they have a, they have the weird rules like you're not allowed to you're not allowed to swear you're not allowed to use your phone or all that stuff. It's really it yeah it's really really weird. Okay, that's bizarre. I, I sort of I I do appreciate the not using your phone thing. It does I mean, call me old, but it does kind of annoy me when everybody's sort of sitting around a table and somebody's just on their phone and that person is just a zombie. That does annoy me. They'll still, they'll still like have a massive go at you, even if you just like, uh, if it's part of the conversation and you're just like showing them something on the phone. Yeah, that's that's less. Yeah, that's annoying. They're still proper arsey about that. So you'd serve all your standard lagers then. What else would you serve? Well, you gotta have like the, you gotta have the set of like ales that you've never seen before. No one's ever heard of them. Good, because they're always dead nice. There'll be one for ciders for all them lot. Um, but no, no dark fruits. We're uh, we're on the dark fruit crusade. None of that rubbish. <laughs> Excellent choice. What motivates that crusade? It's just a it's a horrendous drink because a it's cider and cider is just instantly like D tier drink. It's awful, and then it's just it just doesn't taste nice anyway, and it doesn't get you drunk at all. So there's no point to it. Why? I'm. Sure, it'll get you drunk. Well, yeah, but it's just like there's there's stronger drinks that are nicer, so there's no point to it. It's not a, it's not a social. I'm just drinking alcohol, but not trying to get drunk because it doesn't taste nice, and it's not I'm trying to get drunk because it's not strong enough. It just fails on all fronts. It's quite nice to try and get into the because beer as a youngun isn't very nice, but cider is this like squash, fizzy squash. Yeah. It, it's not nice. I, I am with Ollie on this. But even still, like I, I still disagree. Even on the on the youngun thing, because I, I never like drank cider and got into cider. I mean, I, I started out on was it on Smirnoff Ice because that was just actually lemonade. I'm not sure that's any better, to be honest. I mean, it's actually, it tastes quite nice, to be fair. It's just a complete false economy, though, because you may as well make yourself your own vodka lemonade. I was, I was gonna kill someone if I like mix my own vodka lemonade. <laughs> I'm shit at mixing drinks as it is. You're one of those Lucasade bottle, just sort of anything you've got in the cupboard concoction. Oh, yeah. We've got a dedicated cupboard in our house that is just like empty bottles for pre-drinks. And what would your policy be on things like gin? Oh, yeah, we'd have all, we'd have, we'd have spirits, yeah. I think you're, you're fighting a losing battle there, Baus, trying to get rid of gins in all pubs. I think I am probably fighting <laughs> a losing battle, yeah. 
it's still worth fighting in my books though. <laughs> but just like having the having the wall of just like spirit bottles is so nice to look at as well. Yeah, no, that is quite cool. That's not to say that I still hate gin. You could do it with whiskey. Have loads of whiskey bottles. Problem solved. But then there's but then you just then you're just gonna have end up having a lot of shit whiskey on, or you're just gonna have the same bottle twenty times over. Or expensive stuff. No one'll be able to buy it. Yeah, but a lot of people can't buy a lot of the gin in some of these pubs. What is the weirdest thing in your pub, Ollie? <laughs> The thing, the thing that will make it stand out. It's gonna be. I, 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 this, I thought about this a while ago, and it's definitely, it's definitely a part of it. It's gonna be at, like along a path, if you know what I mean. So it's gonna be at the end of this like theoretical village or something, and it's there's gonna be like a semi long, semi winding path that goes towards it. So it's like the last stop of the pub crawl, and the and there's just the path that just leads up to it. It's like entering heaven. <laughs> it's like a stairway to heaven. Is it going to be lit? Dark path, you know, like a dodgy one that leads to this almost like witch's house in the forest. <laughs> no, it's no, it's going to be lit. Nice. <laughs> it's like it's going to heaven. There's so much light. Yeah, okay. I'm curious to know as well, from last week's episode, Meg was very open to flashes in her pub. Oh, yeah. What's your opinion on flashes, Ollie? I can't say they would get served. To be honest, good, good. I just wanted to clear that up. That could, that could, they will direct them all to Meg's pub in the Lake District, <laughs> but they're a bit more welcome. What sort of events would you do at your pub, or would you have events? I do, I do live music. I honestly, I, w- I don't think I'd do a pub quiz. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, I know, th- I know. This is a hot take with Buzz in the room, but I just, I just, what is is uh, it was when we went to. Like we went on a slight bar crawl around uh, just some of the pubs in Broomhill last year, and we just kept hopping between them because there was like every single one had a pub quiz going, and we just could not talk to each other over the person asking the questions. I, I was loving that night because I was sort of. Of course you were. You love pub quizzes. <laughs> yeah, listening to all the pub quizzes, not having to participate and endure the humiliation of coming second or something, and just getting all the questions. It was quite good fun. <laughs> But I would do I do live music though because live music is really good. Okay, so who's playing? See, I I would go for the the no one's ever heard of this band because you know it's nice to hear something new. What genre would you get in? Probably probably more on the rock side, indie side. Would you do local bands? Yeah. Open mic night. Ooh, open mic night. I don't know about that's the thing. <laughs> Where's the line? You've got a local band, and then you've got Tim. From his garage. Doing his karaoke. <laughs> Hit me baby one more time or something like that. You can like audition for it or something, I don't know. There's, there's, there's got to be some sort of standard. Are you going to have a karaoke night? I probably wouldn't do a karaoke night. Really? I thought you loved karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite up my alley as, as we've seen. <laughs> can you describe the interior of the pub? What's it like? Like it'd be like carpeted floors old man carpet floors bit yeah a bit spoonsy all the all the wood would be like clean if you know what i mean and polish you don't want the sticky tables no i'm not a fan of the sticky oh, tables. who wants yeah who wants sticky tables i'm sorry do you like sticky tables no who likes it but you know you're in a pub when you've got a sticky table that doesn't make it a good thing <laughs> i mean your, your pint won't slide yeah so when somebody knocks it it'll just fall over and then make it more sticky <laughs> <laughs> We'd uh we'd have like uh oh what's it you'd you've got to have like a slightly elevated bit as well, 
So like, there's like a, a tiny staircase, like three or four steps or something, just to an elevated bit. And then uh, on the elevated bit, you've got like some sort of banister with a flat bit on top, so you can put all your pints on there. And not like on the the elevated bit is where you put all like pub games, so, like you put your snooker and your darts and all that sort of stuff. Put all that up there, so it's kind of like a designated area for it. And because everyone stood up, you can just like put your beer on the banister. What pub games would you play? Probably just snooker and darts would you charge for them i wouldn't charge for darts because you just you just ask behind the bar and have some darts charge for pool though like 50p around it would be quite fun to have a hopscotch in a pub what in the beer garden <laughs> just imagine when you're when you get a little bit tipsy and you just see a hopscotch that invites all sorts of competitions is this another memory from your childhood in birmingham or something like that <laughs> no i'm just just thinking like a hopscotch is cool Put the hopscotch on the path towards the pub. Yeah, oh, that's clever. A trip down memory lane. Or just a trip. (laughs) Where would you find this pub in the world? Would you put it anywhere specific? Like, so you said it's in a village. Like, I'm thinking, would would it be on the edge of, like, the Grand Canyon, for example, or on an iceberg? I mean, what, just a village on the end of an iceberg? (laughs) I don't know. It could be, like, a little traditional Greenland pub where they serve... Rotten fish and mead. If it is, you're getting naught out of ten. <laughs> it's disgusting. They probably know it's disgusting, but they've probably got a lot of reserves if it's been in the ground for 20 years. Like, someone in the past was like, you know what would be really nice? If we just bury all this meat that, like, no one can have for 20 years. It'll give us, it'll give my generate the next generation a challenge of trying to sell this disgusting food. <laughs> like hibernating for the winter or something. Yeah. So would it would it be in the UK then, or would it be abroad somewhere? No, I would I would just whack it in Yorkshire to be honest. It's a fitting it's a fitting spot for it, and it's a beautiful place. Not near Huddersfield though, because Huddersfield is not beautiful. Oh God, no! Not near Huddersfield. I don't know anything about Huddersfield apart from the bad football team and Doctor Who is from Huddersfield. What Jodie Whittaker? Yeah. You learn something new every day. That's going to be a pub quiz question one day. More specifically, I'd probably whack it in North Yorkshire towards the uh, North York Moors because that's where there's some really nice stuff. I think it's like the Great Ayton or something. But it's like around that sort of area, like about halfway from York to Middlesbrough or something. You don't want to go too near Middlesbrough, though. That's a bad place. Meg lives there. Yeah, exactly. So, Ollie, what would it be in your beer garden? I'm stealing this from the pub that's like two minutes away from us. They've got like a like, like a canopy or something in their in their beer garden. So like have a canopy because then when it's like cold or rainy, it's still usable. Which it is a lot of the time in Yorkshire, I suppose. So that's logical. Yeah, just loads of tables. And then, but the really nice part about that, which I'm definitely stealing, is that they've got a like... It's kind of like a really big Olympic torch, if you know what I mean. Fire basket. <laughs> Yeah, just like whack one of those in the middle because it looks really nice and it keeps everyone dead warm. I'm now just imagining like the Olympic torch from 2012 just in the middle of a pub. Yeah. And it's quite amazing. (laughs) Just whack a load of those along the beer garden and yeah, keep everyone toasty warm. Can I interest you in a slope? Oh God, not the slope. Why? We don't need a slope. We'd have a slope. I'll do do you one better as well. We'll have a brick wall. (laughs) Play Wally on that. Why am I recording a podcast with somebody who has an unusual attraction to grassy slopes? <laughs> oh. It's fun as endless, Ollie. You've clearly never been bored. No, no. <laughs> I've just never been deprived in Birmingham. That's the problem. <laughs>
I like. I, I'm liking this pub. So you're in the pub. You're a, you're a customer in the pub now, and you see a couple of interesting people. To buy, you go and buy them around. Who are these interesting people? Who do you want to buy around for? Yeah, I I had to think about this one because I was really stumped on what to do for it, and I would I would uh, I would go and buy Christopher Nolan a pint. Oh, okay, mm. that's interesting. I'm sure you guys have seen them, but like he makes some really fucking weird films. So just like sharing sharing a pint and getting a bit tipsy with him, like listening to how his brain works, would be quite in, quite enjoyable to be honest you'd also have to ask him if that final scene in inception is in a dream or not i've always wanted to know that i don't think he'd bother answering that i think he'd just tell me to fuck off convince him to write a film about tadcaster <laughs> <laughs> and how shit it is i feel like if we i feel like if he got very drunk he'd be the sort of person that would like sort of take a drink out of his pint and it would sort of dribble down his shirt as he drank it <laughs> So, which is your favourite Christopher Nolan film? I, I, I think, to be honest, because I, I watched uh, I watched the Prestige semi recently because um, that was one that I always wanted to watch. It was on Netflix, so I just watched it, and yeah, that was really good actually. But I think I think I would probably just say Inception, just for I've always enjoyed it, and every time I've watched it, I'm I'm with you on the Prestige though. That is a brilliant, brilliant film. I haven't seen it. It's Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. And Michael Caine uh, for the second time in this series. It's about magic and uh, stuff. I think David Bowie's in it as well. What do you think of Interstellar? I, I actually really liked Interstellar. I thought it was really long. It wasn't an effort to get through, but you could sort of tell, God, this is taking a while, isn't it? But I did like it in, as a whole. I think it was just a bit like there was a phase of those sort of films, wasn't there? A lot of space films like Gravity, The Martian. And I feel like it just got caught up in that. But the, I remember it was really weird, and the concept of it hadn't really been done properly. It, it, you're right; it is just long. I liked the concept behind it. It's just that the the whole black hole bookcase thing, or sort of library, when it goes into the black hole, it's a library. As somebody who fairly firmly believes in the principles of science, I just really struggle with that. But I don't know. That's about me, not the film, really. There is obviously a massive suspense of disbelief. I was willing to go along with it just to be like, yeah, let's see where this goes. I really liked Matthew McConaughey. He was very good in it there. Is there anybody else particularly? I definitely want to have a have a pint with like all of the Top Gear lot in one go because that just would be an absolute riot. You wouldn't be able to speak much, I don't think. Just be warm them up and watch them go. Yeah, just like sit at the table, have a pint and just observe them. Just like fucking National Geographic. <laughs> they should just be like in the raised area that you're on about, the platform. Put them in a box with one-way glass so they can't see out, but everyone can see in on their conversation. And have the have their audio playing throughout the pub. No, no music, it's just them talking. <laughs> just inconspicuous mic. Or, or are they under the impression that they are actually in a box. <laughs> I, in my mind, they're completely unaware and they've just woken up from, from being drugged and they're in a room and they're working out how to get out and I want the microphones to be loud enough so you can hear the, the pops of their peas. I want it to feel like the microphone is inside their mouth just to have it throughout the entire pub. It's going to be the main attraction, you know. But at that, at that point, we're just we're just filming the Top Gear crew does an escape room, which in itself would be really interesting. Every night, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like every every week, it's on a Tuesday. 
And then she thinks, oh, fuck, how have we got here again? <laughs> <laughs> so you're just going to basically every week just kidnap? Yeah, why not? <laughs> are, you, are you saying you wouldn't watch it? <laughs> no, I would, absolutely, yeah. It's sort of like a... It'll end up being like a more discreet form of cage fighting. They'll end up brawling somehow. Well, Clarkson will probably punch somebody. Yeah. It'll just be, uh, what's it, James May actually trying to get out, and then the other two just saying, are we out yet? You say that, but I think Hammond will just be able to squeeze through a tiny little mouse gap or something like that. That's true. (laughs) With this pub, then, what would you do if there was, like, a big sporting event on? So, say, I don't know, England's football team were miraculously somehow in the World Cup final. Oh, my God. I mean, it's unlikely, I know, but what would you do for that? Would you hold an event? Suspending my disbelief here. Oh, definitely. This is worse than Interstellar. <laughs> I'd, I'd whack the footy on, obviously. Get everyone in. Would you try and get a big screen up? Oh, yeah. I'd be one of those places whenever England scores, just the pints go flying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we might we might be faulting on the whole no sticky tables in that case. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll try. <laughs> yeah, because that, sort of, that sort of thing is just well nice to just go down and just have a pint and just watch the, just watch the sports that are on. Drunk person. Enter the bar, rowdy, sweary, and he or she throwing shit everywhere. Like actual, actual fecal matter. Actual feces, chunks. What's your strategy? I mean, I would kick them out, obviously. <laughs> but I feel like, uh, you know, you got you got to throw it back just to just <laughs> to show him, just to show him who's boss. <laughs> Would you have a dance floor? No, it's, it's, it's a pub. You just want it to be like Meg's pub from last week, don't you? I, mean, <laughs> I shouldn't have ranked it so low, to be fair. I, I'm enjoying all the crazy details. Sorry, Meg. <laughs> Andy may be regretting that he hasn't ranked Meg's pub so highly. Meg, I don't regret it at all. I think you got what you deserved. <laughs> I've enjoyed your description, Oliver. It's a classic pub with the locals. I like the I like you've got the locals and the uh, regulars. And you're keeping keeping in the, the north of England and it'll have a nice vibe. You've got a slope and a wall. The essentials. The banisters. And you have been quite open to my ideas and my suggestions, which has made me uh, look more favourably on your pub. Let's swing it around 8.1. That's a high score, that. That's high. There's no pub quizzes as well. Exactly. That's my problem with it. There are no pub quizzes. Having said that, it does sound like quite a nice pub. Got a decent beer selection by the sound of it. You are serving gin, but yeah, I think I am possibly on a losing battle with that one. I don't see the point in a grassy slope. I would hope a pub has a wall anyway. Be slightly in- weird if it doesn't. <laughs> I think I am going to give it, and I'm afraid I am going to go lower than Andy because of the lack of a pub quiz. I'm going to give it a 6.8. I'm happy with that. Happy with those scores. Take those. Congratulations, you've invented a pub. Wait, what was the name? Oh shit, I, ne- I, never, came- I never came up with a name, to be honest. Well, you've got to think of one now. The pub. Let's go to the pub. The public house. Easy. <laughs> Thank you very much for agreeing to come on the podcast. Thanks very much for having us. Thanks for joining. No, and I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope uh, you guys at home have enjoyed it and that lockdown is not getting too difficult. Doesn't look like we're going to be in it too long. Uh, the vaccine is now speeding up. That's about it for this week. Uh, we will see you next week. Uh, thank you for listening. It's a wrap. Bye.